Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hey, you know it's Taz and Moose. You know it's Taz and Moose. Hey. It is Taz and the Moose with you here on this Thursday morning on CBS Sports Radio. As we come to you live from the Rocket Mortgage by Quicken Loan Studios. Home is more than a house. It's a personal paradise. Get yours with Rocket Mortgage. Push button. Get mortgage. Let's welcome board right now, uh, former star at Georgia, CBS Sports College football analyst Aaron Murray joins us now. Hey, Aaron, Taz of the Moose with you. Thanks for a couple minutes this morning. We certainly appreciate it. Aaron, what's up, bud? I appreciate it, guys. Thanks for having me this morning. Yeah, you got it, Aaron. I mean, uh, you know, it, it, at, at times being a guy that, I mean, you were a stud at Georgia, but do you look at what those Oklahoma quarterbacks do offensively and sometimes you're like, man, I wish, I mean, playing in Lincoln <laughs> Riley's system ain't all that bad. Dude, it's unbelievable. I go there, I go to Washington State. I mean, I, I so I cover a lot of Mountain West games and, and my, former, my former offensive coordinator, Mike Bobo, is the head coach for Colorado State now. And, and I had a chance to cover him twice last year and once year before. And I always tell my seat, I was like, dude, what the heck? We threw the ball 20 times a game, and these guys are throwing it 50 or 60. I would have won a freaking Heisman if you just let me hold this thing in a little bit. Awesome. I was like, yeah. I was like, dang it, Bobo, you held me back a little bit. And he would laugh. He said, did you win football games? I'm like, yeah. He said, Jeff Todd. Do you have Todd Gurley as your running back? I was like, yeah. He said, shut up. I was like, okay. <laughs> That's true. You did have Gurley. That had to help you a lot. Hey, uh, yeah. Aaron, let me ask you. Let, if we shift gears over to Clemson, Trevor Lawrence, right? You know, kind of like a slower start going on here. Break it down, man. Are you concerned about, like, how he's evolving? Or what? why do you think you think it's just the DCs are figuring him out, the coordinators are figuring him out, like, from last year? No. What, what's your thoughts? I don't think so. I mean, he's still, you turn on the tape of Trevor and, and you still see throws that no one else in the country can make. I mean, he, you turn it on, you're like, holy smokes. Especially some of these back shoulder throws about 40 yards down the field. You're like, right. that is a NFL type throw. So he's still an elite prospect. He's still going to be the number one quarterback taken and, and not this upcoming year's draft, but the following year's draft. It's just, I think he's playing good. He's playing really good. He's just not playing at the elite level that we thought he would, especially after last year. So I just think we all expected this greatness to occur, the greatness we saw last year versus Alabama. And, and there was nowhere left for him to go but down, and that was the issue. So, honestly, I think he's he's been playing fine. It's just you want to compare – everyone wants to compare him to what Tua is doing, what Burrow is doing, what Herbert's doing – what Jalen's doing, and, and he obviously the numbers aren't to what those guys are, are producing right now, and that's kind of the problem. But I think he's he's fine. He will be fine. And the good thing for him is, you know, they're playing in the ACC. They're not playing the best talent week in and week out. He will get this thing cranking. Mm. And I guarantee you by the time this team makes the playoffs, which they will make the playoffs because they don't have another ranked opponent on their schedule, he will be clicking all, on all cylinders. The, the, the rest of the offense will be clicking on all cylinders, and I expect him to go out there and have great performances versus Oklahoma, Ohio State, Alabama, Georgia, whoever they play there in the playoffs. 
You know, Aaron, uh, you know, it joked around, uh, you know, when it, when we brought you aboard. But, it, you know, when you look at that Oklahoma team and what Lincoln Riley is able to do, I mean, Jalen Hurts went from a guy where the thought process and in, in, down in, in Alabama was, well, he can't really throw the football. And now you look at him and what he's doing and the throws that he's making and how free and easy that that ball comes out of his hand. Uh, you know, Jalen Hurts looks like a guy that can play in the National Football League. I mean, that's how good he's looked this year for the Oklahoma Sooners. And and he's been just as productive, even more so than what Kyler Murray did. What about what that Oklahoma team is doing, and how good Hertz has looked? Well, I definitely think. I mean, you look at Lamar Jackson, and two years ago, and no one was saying he would be, you know, great talent, freakish athlete. But there's no way this guy's a first round talent, and he gets drafted late in the first round by Baltimore. Got in last year, played a little bit towards the end of the season. Then you know you've seen his work ethic and and how he's developed as a passer and. And shoot Jalen last year and watching him, because I was down there for the SC Championship game, and watching him throw the football, I was like, oh, he actually looks pretty good. You know, pregame warm-ups, he right. looked good. And then during right. the game when he came in, I was like, okay, he's he's definitely worked on his craft and has taken that next step when it comes to, to being a better passer. So I could see him, if he continues to go in the direction he is, kind of sneak into that late first round, someone trade up for him, or be a high second-round draft type pick. Just because he's physical, he's a good runner, he's a winner, and right now he's showing you can he can win throwing the football as well. The system, it's it's a mixture of a lot of things. The system is it's very QB friendly. They're going to spread you out. Uh, all these air raid type attacks, it's less it's it's less on the QB's plate. It's more just line up, pick out your one on one matchup, and, and just give your guy the ball in space and let him just go win. And then you look at the defenses they face. That's my biggest issue. The Big 12, it's almost like Thursday walk-through practice where everything's scripted for success. These guys don't want to tackle. Guys are running wide open. They catch it. They break two tackles, and they take it for 70 yards. It's just just, that that whole league just refuses to play defense. It's it's just mind-blowing to me. So it's a mixture of a lot of stuff, but i got to give the kid credit. I mean, he has worked his tail off. I'm sure you guys saw the video of him after last week's performance. He's in the weight room after the game getting yeah. a workout in. Yep, yep, like, yep. He, he wants it more than anyone else right now, and it's showing at the moment. I mean, he has a huge chip on his shoulder, and, and I've, been, I've been impressed. I really have been impressed, and, and I think this is a tremendous football team. they got talent around him, and obviously Lincoln can get those guys rolling offensively. And they've taken some strides defensively in the right direction. So they're, they're, they're a top-four team, and, and like I said at the beginning, if he continues to produce like this, not only will he win a Heisman, he has a chance to, to sneak into the first round, definitely early second round. Well, just think about that, Aaron. And by the way, we're speaking with Aaron Murray, CBS Sports College football analyst. Uh, you listen to Taz and Moose right now. So we got Aaron here uh, spitballing some college football. So, hey, man, look, just, just imagine that, the irony in that, like if Hertz ends up costing Tua the Heisman. Dude, that'd be crazy. Could you imagine that? I mean, that could happen. I, just, I mean, just imagine a scenario, I think I saw this a few weeks ago, where, you know, you got Georgia in the playoffs, Alabama in the playoffs, somehow Clemson slips, which they almost did last week. I mean, I don't see it happening, but you just, you never know. It's college right. football's kooky. These are 18 to 22-year-old kids, and, you know, that's why you don't bet your money on them. And then Ohio State and Oklahoma. So you got former quarterbacks playing against starting quarterbacks, and Justin Fields versus Jake Fromm, and Tua versus Jalen, and... I mean, it could happen, but right now, if, if I had to choose a Heisman uh, guy, it would be it would be Tua. 
And the good thing with Tua compared to maybe Jalen, Jalen obviously has that big game versus Texas. Lumen next week, if he goes out there and kicks butt, you know, that's a huge feather in his cap. But Tua has the ability to go up against LSU this year. He has the ability to go against Auburn. Uh, and then Georgia or, you know, say Florida somehow finds a way to win the East. So that's three big primetime games that are going to be most likely on that 330 CBS spot. Uh, uh, definitely the LSU game will be on that 330 slot, and then I'm guessing the Auburn will be too, and then the SEC championship game. So all eyes will be on Tua for three big weeks. So if he goes out there and kicks butt, which you know it all signs looks like he will, I, I would pick him as my Heisman right now. He's really doing a great job. But flip it over if Joe Burrow goes out there and dominates, and, and, and LSU finds a way to go into Tuscaloosa and beats Alabama. I'm a big fan of Joe Burrow. I, I have Joe Burrow as my number one quarterback in the NFL draft next year. If he goes out there and dominates that game, I would pick Burrow. But like I said, Jalen's kind of right there in the mix of things in that top three. You know, stay in that SEC, Aaron. Um, you know, is there, how big is the separation between Alabama and Georgia and everybody else? Honestly, right now, I, I – there's a group of four teams that I think any of them could be any of them any given day. There's, there's Alabama, obviously LSU, Auburn in the West. So I, I had a chance to cover the Auburn. They're really A&M good. Game, yeah, two weeks ago, and that 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 front seven, I'm not joking, man. Those dudes are the front four. Well, I was going to ask you how impressive is that Auburn defense because they're unbelievable. Their defense, that front four, is tremendous. The linebackers. Are young. They got a young guy who is an absolute freak, um, another older veteran type guy, and, and, and they're doing a tremendous job. And then the most impressive thing actually is their back end. Those guys are not afraid to get in your face, jack you up, play man to man coverage, tight man to man coverage, and they tackle really well in space. And then Bo Nix, I, 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 I describe him like a, a, an infant, a newborn. Week one versus Oregon, he's you know on his back, rolling around like a little baby. He flips over, he starts crawling the next couple of weeks, and then, you know, this past weekend he stood up on, on his two legs and he started walking, and you're like, goodness gracious, this kid's pretty darn good. You know, he had flashes versus Oregon. You're like, if the talent's there, the consistency isn't there, and then he just kept taking baby strides, baby strides, baby strides, and then, you know, it, it looks like it's full steam ahead for, for him and Gus and his offense right now. And a lot of it has to do with just the, the timing and his footwork. You know, so much of being a quarterback is the rhythm of your drop, you know, timing up your three-step drop with a hitch for all different patterns against all different receivers and coverages. And week one, week two, week three, he just looked rushed. He didn't look comfortable. Then all of a sudden this past weekend versus Mississippi State, it's very fluid. It's on time. It's a rhythm. It's a dance. And and the ball was accurate down the football field. And I think he's taken the, the right strides for this offense. Swartz is playing great on the outside with all his jet sweeps too. So, Gus is going to have some fun. So, honestly, I would say Auburn, to me, is the most complete team when you want to talk about balance between offense and defense. Alabama, obviously, the elite receivers, those guys on the outside, it's going to be hard to stop them. But defensively, watching them, they're, they're okay. Those linebackers really are a, a problem for them. They don't run fit really well. They get, they get lost in pass, uh, in pass pro also. LSU defensively has been, you know, a little bit embarrassing to me. I, I was expecting a lot more from those guys. They got a tall task for Utah State this weekend, so we'll see if they can step it up a little bit. They are healthier. Uh, their offense with Joe Burrow, though, is it's like he, he is my favorite quarterback in all of college football right now. And then 
I would say Georgia is right behind Auburn for the most balance. You know, they're obviously offensively not, might not be as sexy and flashy as these other guys, but they get the job done. They really do. Jake Fromm and those guys, those running backs, I think the receivers are going to continue to get more and more trust from him and the offensive coordinator, um, and, and those guys will develop as the season goes. And defensively, they look really darn good right now. So, like I said, those four teams on any given day, I think, could beat each other up. I think it's going to be an interesting race, especially in the West going forward, to see who's going to face Georgia in the SEC championship game. You know, Aaron, uh, we've talked a lot here about, and we're talking Aaron Murray, former star at Georgia, currently CBS Sports College football analyst. Um, you know, Aaron, we, we spent a lot of time here talking about Michigan. Uh, I'm curious from, from your perspective. We had Braylon Edwards on earlier in the week. He talked about the lack of development of players. When when you look at, you know, are you surprised? Because I, I really am. I, I, I thought based on the success he had at Stanford, I'm not saying that they're going to win one championship after another. I'm surprised that Harbaugh struggled this mightily against good teams being at Michigan. I do, too, because, I mean, they've recruited well. I mean, they do have players there. So, I mean, there has to be, you know, going back to what Braylon said, a lack of development going on because you are getting talent. And then – it's always tough to judge, you know, what does a four- or five-star kid look like when he shows up on campus? Because I had plenty of guys who, you know, you look at their rivals tape and you're like, man, they're great, but then you look at them and they're playing, you know, 1A football in the middle of nowhere and they're just better athletes. And all of a sudden they get to the college ranks and, you know, they're going against guys that are just as good as them and they're getting dominated. So there's a lot to do with, with great coaching and developing those guys once they get on campus and into your facility and then obviously that's not getting done right now. Uh, and my biggest disappointment with, with Michigan is, one, obviously their defense. We knew that they were going to lose. They lost some guys from last season. Were they going to be as good? No, but they, they have not looked even close to the, their identity of a, of a defensive-minded football team. And then Shea Patterson, um, I was high on this guy. I thought he was going to be with Gaddis as the offensive coordinator, spread offense. I was like, this is perfect for him. He's mm. going to be – Slinging it around, he's a good athlete, and he, he just—it's it's the turnover bug, man. You can't turn over the football and expect to win football games. Whether it's interceptions for him, not securing it in the pocket—that—that's an issue. That is a major issue that's hard to correct. I just think there's a lack of confidence in him and a belief in him from around him, from his teammates. I think there's a lack of confidence as an entire team about going in there and winning big games. And, and right now, I would be, too, because you look at that, that, that conference in the Big Ten, Ohio State's dominant. I think Ohio State's the best team in the country right now. Um, and, and Wisconsin looks really damn good, too. So I, I just – I don't know, man. Jim, Jim just is not – the mindset of those guys is not elite. It's not of winners. And, and he has a big problem on his hands right now because I think this could be a team that is 9-3 is and three this year, and that's just not going to get it done at Michigan. You know, uh, you mentioned, you know, Aaron, you mentioned uh, Wisconsin, how dominant, and I agree, man, no doubt. And and one of the key things there, as you know, is that, that awesome running back to having Jonathan Taylor, who's a guy who definitely will be in that Heisman race, I would assume. So who's who's the best running back for you right now in college football? Is it Ohio State, Dobbins, you mentioned Ohio State. Is it Travis Etienne from, from Clemson or uh, Swift, DeAndre Swift from Georgia? Is it Taylor? Who, who's your guy right now as far as the best halfback running back in the game? I think Jonathan Taylor. I mean, the, the stats don't line. You turn on the film, and this guy is so explosive. He's big, he's strong. He has that long speed, too. I mean, I saw him, what, two weeks ago 
I'm drawing a blank who they are playing, but he just broke one for about a 70-yard touchdown. You're like, goodness gracious, that guy, uh, he has everything you want. I really like That might have been when they beat up was. Michigan. Was that when they beat up Michigan? That yes. might have been when they beat up yeah, Michigan. Yeah, yeah. Michigan. Yeah, yeah. When he, I mean, to have that kind of run against Michigan is like, okay, this dude's legit. I don't care if Michigan isn't as good as Michigan should be. That's still a damn good run. So he's he's kind of my top guy right now. I like ETN. He just needs to protect the ball a little bit better. He's had a couple big fumbles. You look for Georgia Tech, he had a fumble last week. For North Carolina, he had a fumble. So yeah, running backs that fumble the ball and put it on the ground, that's a big issue with me. You can't do that. Uh, so he needs to clean that up. Swift, the only issue with Swift is Georgia has so many damn running backs. Yeah, I mean, they, they just continuously rotate those guys in and out. So he's not getting maybe all the love as these other guys. And that we knew that was going to be the problem going forward of – you know, he they're going to move three or four guys in there. I mean, they are just so deep where Jonathan Taylor is the dude and Etienne is the guy, so those guys are going to get their, their touches where Swift is not. And, and, and it may stink for him and his chance of getting a Heisman, but his chances of being a great pro, I think pro guys love that. They're like, dude, we have a guy that we know is special, catching the ball in the backfield, running it between the tackles, outside stretches, and he's healthy because he didn't get beat up this entire year. So – I think guys in the NFL love it, and, and, and it stinks because he's not going to get all the awards that he could get. But, you know, if it translates better into the NFL, good for him. You know, Aaron, you think Ohio – you mentioned it, and I don't want to bury it. You think Ohio State best team in the country right now, though? Oh, there's no doubt in my mind that team right now. With Justin Fields and, and what his development's been from – I mean, going back last year and go watch him in spring practice at UJ, then, you know, kind of seeing him when he got in there during the football games – and. You had a, a freak of an athlete. I mean, the kid's 6'3", 225, 230, big, big arm, can throw it everywhere in the ballpark. But he tried to muscle everything. Everything was like a rocket. Like, I'm going to put a hole in my damn receiver's chest. And that's the development of a young a quarterback is understanding timing with your footwork, understanding touch. When do I need to bring the fastball? When can I just feather it in there and allow my receiver to, to, to catch the football and run? And this year you watch him, and his footwork is beautiful in the pocket. He's, he's layering the football down the field really nicely. He's keeping his head up when he gets outside the pocket. He's not a runner first, that's for sure. You know, a lot of guys are that good of athletes. If they feel pressure in the pocket and they get outside, they tend to just tuck it and run. But he's doing a great job of once he breaks containment, he does a great job of keeping his head up, finding his receivers down the field. And that's that's when the big plays happen. And then obviously we're seeing him run the football really well too. Offensive line was a concern for me heading into the year. They had to replace a lot. Those guys have looked really, really darn good protecting in the pass game and opening up running lanes for Dobbins and those guys. And then defensively has been the biggest jump for me. Those guys, we know how talented they are. Uh, and last year they did not bring in at all the entire season. They looked very average at best for the majority of the year. This year they got a chip on their shoulder, and they are playing really good football. So when we talk about complete football teams and we talk about Alabama lacking defense, LSU lacking defense, Clemson lacking consistency at offense at times right now, Georgia's complete, Ohio State's complete, but to me Ohio State on film looks the, the most complete. Uh, and if I had to pick a top four, honestly, Clemson wouldn't be in it, wow. and, and Ohio State wow. would be my number one. Well, there you go. Hey, Aaron, you got involved in the AAF uh, February 2020. Uh, are we going to see you playing quarterback in the XFL? Oh, man. Uh, <laughs> so I, just got ma- I just got married three months ago. And Congratulations. I got to get everything approved by the wife, and I, I don't know if she, 
I don't know if she likes the thought of me getting my, my ass handed to me. So <laughs> she, she, likes, she likes me better doing radio and TV safer up in the booth. Nice. Uh, yeah. nice. Or maybe on the sideline. You know it better than anybody, Aaron. We appreciate it uh, and coaching it up. Uh, hey, Aaron, we appreciate the time this morning. All right. Continued success. Thanks a lot, man. Appreciate it, guys. Take Have care, buddy. Weekend. You, you too, as buddy. well. Here you go. Aaron Murray. That's he's funny. funny. Yeah, that's funny. Well, he's gonna, you always have to check in with the wife. Yeah, uh, he's learning no already. He's got married. He's exactly. spotted already. He gets right, it. three months in. He's in. Your wives are the most people that are 10 years in. That's a great point. Um, yeah. uh, but he likes Ohio State. There you go. He thinks yeah. Ohio State. The Buckeye fan celebrates. Best team in the land right now for his money. Yeah. Uh, we'll come back. We got the three, the undercard, and uh, maybe a little hair growth as well. Yeah, we're going to get into that. We're trying to help somebody here. Yeah, we'll explain. It's Taz and the Moose, CBS Sports Radio. It's Taz and the Moose on CBS Sports Radio. You're listening to Taz and the Moose on CBS Sports Radio. Uh, CBS Sports Radio's toll-free line is brought to you by Geico. Great news. Quick way you can save money. Switch to Geico. Go to geico.com, and in 15 minutes, you can save 15% or more on your car insurance. Sunday, the NFL on CBS features a full slate of games, including Brady and the Pats on the road in Washington to take on the Deadskins, and then the Ravens and Steelers renewing their AFC North rivalry. Check your local listings for the game in your area. It all begins with JB and the guys on the NFL today at noon Eastern, 9 Pacific, only on CBS. Does Boomer ever shout us out on that show, on that pregame? I doubt it. All right. Have you heard it? No, he doesn't? No. I don't think so. Andrew, have you heard This is Boomer Asias. He doesn't shout us out in there, right? I don't, I don't think so. No. Mike just walked back in. So. Hey, Mike, I just asked Moose and Andrew the question. Maybe you know the answer. Does... Boomer Esiason on the NFL on Sunday show. Does he ever shout out Taz and Moose? Nope. I, my guess would be no. Okay. Just wondering. I haven't watched every second of Boomer, so I don't want to give I can't answer that fully, but my guess would be no. Yeah, I'm a little surprised. The joys and heartbreaks of sports. Dude, oh no. <laughs> West Side Highway is going to be a disaster this morning. Head Raining. home. A lot of rain. No, no. Comic-Con is going oh, on at the Javits Center. Is that true? Wow. It begins today. Tell. Comic-Con oh, begins today man. at the Javits Center. Spend the night here. No, you're doomed. I don't go Dude, that way. So I know luck. you don't go that way. Last year, you should have seen the sights. People lined up to get in. The traffic was insane. It's like watching a wrestling convention. <laughs> <laughs> when, you, when you have the boat show. I pay the, your bills. The boat show, the car show, <laughs> or Comic-Con at the Javits Center on the West Side Highway. We're talking about West Side of Manhattan here. Where the Javits Center is located for all those in Omaha and outside the greater yeah. New York area that have no idea what the hell I'm talking about. What's the Javits a, Center? Right. It's a it's an absolute nightmare. It's an absolute nightmare. Well, even That's a boat not, show, you get some wacky people there. No, 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 no a lot you know, of people. You're saying you know a lot of you people. have what? You've got the 18 wheelers with the freaking boats on them. Oh wow! I didn't. I never. I've always avoided that area, especially when that. Right. Wow, I never thought no, of that. No, oh, so then trucks everywhere. Right. You got the and, trucks everywhere, and then when the car show ends, oh, you got the guys that are hauling the cars back to wherever Joe Car came from. Yeah. And they're oh, loading them, and they basically they're going two or three abreast on the West Side Highway. So it was now all of a sudden become a four lane road <laughs> is now down to two. Wow, that sucks. Yeah, and the cops are out there wheel- waving with the flag. Yeah. Come on, let's go. Come on, let's go. I'm like, there's nowhere to go. It's Got all n- here at the boat show. <laughs> <laughs>
I've actually I've been in that Javits Center once. That place is actually amazing. It's oh, gi- it's great. Gigantic. It's I had no huge. issue with the Javits Center. No, it's the traffic. It's, around it's a great spot. There's no doubt about it. Comic Con. Have you ever been to Comic Con? No, I was. Show. I was invited to do a about four years ago an appearance there. Uh, turned it down. Uh, Smart. Need another zero added on. So, oh, okay. uh, yeah. <laughs> kind of a far part of the money, if you know what I'm saying. I, I see what you're saying. Yeah. Yes. Well, if so. I didn't know what you're saying, I do now. <laughs> exactly. You made it, you made it abundantly. Blunt. You Speed made runs. it abundantly clear. A little too far part of the right. money. The town idiot on. understands what you're talking about. <laughs> so it's another zero. Right. And he doesn't just, know he's yeah. the town idiot. Guys, like, well, you live in New York. Doesn't matter. When I'm sitting there signing autographs, <laughs> taking pictures, no one cares where I live. <laughs> they love me. They want to meet me. They love to talk to me. I'm embracing. Of course. You're so nice. Yes. yes. Person. yes Absolutely. No yeah. Absolutely. Very level headed. <laughs> Very little headed. So, anyways, yes. been inviting. So you're going to be in a parking lot called the West Side Highway in a little while. Correct. That's a disaster. I had no idea what was going on. Yeah, that's no nice. idea. Just yeah. saw a headline. That I feel horrible for. If you I'm hit sure a person, wait, I'm sure you do. Enjoy you, the Williamsburg Bridge. Yeah. <laughs> I, right. By the way, for those I pray you, for construction. Have you, Andrew? Have you gone? I know you go that I'm way joking. right sometimes. You ever drive that way? It's amazing now. They fixed it. I know. Oh my God! I I never thought for it would decade. happen. They fixed it. Again, the Williamsburg Bridge, now that takes for people in Omaha or Fresno listening to us. Basically, that's a little bridge that's about 6,000 years old yeah. that goes from Manhattan to Brooklyn. So, uh, anyway, they now, Moose, you probably haven't been on there. They I have added, not been they on there in a, a while. They the merge gimmick. Like they, it splits right before you go over the bridge. Well, that's the Kosciuszko Bridge, though. The Williams, that's oh, what, that's what, I'm not that's talking what got renovated. No, my bad. Because I, I, I go with both. I go yeah. with both every day. Every day I go with two bridges. That's my thing. You're right. You're right. Renovation. You well, why don't you agree with me when I said Kosky, I mean, Williamsburg? I, I wasn't sure where you were going yet. Oh. The Kosciuszko Bridge. Yes. Well, now, here Moose is all disappointed. He's like, oh, I thought you meant the Williamsburg. No, I had no. But Bogus sold it. He's like, it's amazing. He did. I, he did, right? But, I said but the, then you and then he continued to explain the story. He's like, no, that's not. I have no idea. That's not what I'm talking about. That's yeah. amazing. Yeah, yeah. You're right. He did. That's where he threw me off. But to, to reiterate, amazing. to back up the story. Basically, mm. the Kosciuszko Bridge, that has been redone. The, oh. the, on, it's nice. It's so nice. The second now. bridge the to second get bridge. to the LIE. You know, you've yeah, done it. Yeah, 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 correct. The second bridge. It's much a brand easier. new bridge. You yeah. just have four lanes total. Now there's right. eight, and it's like it's a vacation. Oh, wow. No, you can slow much. down. If you, Someone I, told me it's amazing. It, it's great. It is. Yeah, it's amazing. Yeah, so it's great. You'll love it. You'll love it. You, actually, you know what you should do? You should go over it just to check it out. You should just drive over there and check it out. Yeah, I'm just going to head over to Long Island just for in Queens. Just go hang out in Brooklyn. I mean, just go out and ride. Stop at one of those carts in the street. Right. Free. Get yeah. yourself a you know, pita bread. I'll be at resorts on Sunday. I'll check it out then. There you go. It's beautiful. And hit all that traffic on the way back. Yeah, yeah. Just to head back to the to the to the uh, what do you call it? The the Javits gimmick. The, no, let's the skip the Javits. Go go east and then go north to Connecticut. You could do that. Yeah, I could do that. You're right. You could do. I that. could maybe try and hit all five boroughs. You get home by Saturday. Five, yeah, tour. right. <laughs> just stop in Staten Island. Yeah, head of the Brooklyn, the Bronx, Manhattan. I, that's where my journey begins. Get up a slice of pizza. I'll yeah. be there in about an hour and a half. <laughs> Huffing your kids up. I just saw Run and DMC while yeah. I'm here at Hollis. Yes, yeah. you beat me to it. Right, well, that's what I do. Uh, <laughs> that's what What's I do. going on, Andrew? Guys, Yandy Diaz. Oh, hey. Oh. Yes. Weird Al. See, you yell at me to talk right away. 
Oh, yeah. And then I saw right yeah. away, oh, yeah. and the music we comes charging in. Well, hold on, hold on. If I take a beat and wait for the music, just talk, bogus. I didn't yell. You have in the past. Not, Weird, never. Weird Al, big announcement late last week, if you missed it on Twitter. <laughs> we did. Uh, he is uh, He is in. Still alive. He, he's working on a new uh, movie deal. In the words uh, of Mike Francesa, like I said yesterday, no one cares. No, you, he's working on drop, UHF 2. Wow. What is he doing? What? That you seems unnecessary. <laughs> oh, I do you remember that. You, yes, yes, you, yes. The you movie. remember yes, UHF? Yes. Sucked. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I, 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 it took me a while to think about what you were talking about, yes. but I remember now, yeah. No, but he's in the go- I, I guess he's he's got a movie deal. He's coming out with a new movie. A Weird Al Yankovic creation. Man. Talk about a guy. B-Movie Jones. That guy just... Oh, just why is, why, it, we, why is he even around? And why we are we even talking about it? And we talked about his worth. What is he worth, Mike? We looked it up that oh, day, yeah. and basically everyone in the room blushed. Yeah, he was worth a lot. Like, he was like worth like ten million. That's sixteen. Insane. Sixteen million. That's called <laughs> highway yeah. highway robbery for a I guy mean, like that. He's a bum. He was selling like out that. shows all <laughs> summer, <laughs> though. Oh, exactly. You were at them, right? You were. I was not. Right. All right. Weird Al is getting a massage right now. He's like, flip this off right now. Oh, he's guys. still asleep. I can, buy, I can buy and sell these guys. <laughs> I'm buying and sell these bums. He just came in from last night's bender. <laughs> yeah. I'm watching UHF. Oh, now he's on a bender. <laughs> now Weird Al is doing an eight ball at night. Well, you, right. well I didn't say drugs. <laughs> Amish paradise. <laughs> All right, go ahead, Andrew. Uh, Yandy Diaz hurt his foot back in late July. Didn't play again until the Rays' regular season finale. Then he let off last night's AL wild card game in Oakland. The 3-1 pitch on its way. Swing and a drive to right field and deep. Back at it is Loriano to the wall. And what a way to start a game! Yandy Diaz goes oppo and he gives the Rays a one nothing lead. Right out of the gate. Dave oh. Wills on Rays Radio. Diaz hit the exact same pitch to almost the exact same spot in right center in the third inning, ending Sean Manaya's start. The Rays went deep four times total, accounting for all of their runs in a 5-1 victory in Oakland. Charlie Morton and three relievers made the offense stand up by keeping the A's in the yard all night. Oakland had its chances, especially when it loaded the bases in the first against Morton. I don't think Charlie was at his best today, uh, um, but he certainly made his best pitches when they counted the most. Manager Kevin Cash got five innings from Morton, then three relievers combined to strike out eight over the final four. Cash will now start Tyler Glass now in game one in Houston tomorrow. Braves lefty Dallas Keiko throws the first pitch of game one with the Cardinals at 5.02 Eastern today. It's Walker Bueller and Patrick Corbin on the mound for game one for the Dodgers and Nationals in L.A. That one starts at 537 Pacific. That one played alongside the Seahawks and Rams in Seattle. L.A. has won three of its last four trips to the Pacific Northwest, but is coming off that sloppy home loss to the Buccaneers on Sunday. Jaguars owner Shad Khan said last night he has no intentions of trading unhappy corner Jalen Ramsey, and the Vikings have reportedly told at least one team that wideout Stephon Diggs is not available Diggs isn't injured but missed practice yesterday and has made some cryptic posts on social media fueling speculation of a trade. Toronto Maple Leaf center Austin Matthews remains very good on opening night. Kachuk overskates the puck and then falls and the Leafs have an odd man rush going the other way with Nylander. They score! Matthews! Holy mackerel! What a turn of events! 
Joe Bowen on Leafs Radio. Two goals for Matthews in a 5-3 home win over Ottawa. He now has nine goals and two assists in four career openers. Jacob Vrana scored an OT as the Capitals spoiled the Blues. Stanley Cup celebration 3-2. Same final, the Oilers over the Canucks and Vegas took care of San Jose 4-1. And Lakers forward Kyle Kuzma has cashed in on being Lakers forward Kyle Kuzma. He signs a five-year sneaker and apparel deal with Puma. It's said to be worth over $20 million. Guys? Well, great job, Andrew. He's still dating a Kardashian, is he not? I don't know if he technically is, but I think he's on the list of guys that have recently dated. The youngest Kardashian just broke up. Did she? Yes. I'll trust you on that one, Moose. There you go. Yes. Well, there's all the buzz the other day. Uh, I, don't we'll I don't pay attention to that. No, I, I understand. I don't. I know. I, I get it. I, I know a lot of people that do avoid it. I understand. I, I get hit over my head sometimes. My wife watches the Kardashians oh, at home. That's why. I can't avoid it. I There's no avoiding it, Taz. I if I could, you. I would. There's no avoiding it. I go home on the DVR. There are the Kardashians. They're everywhere. All I right. come back home. What's on the TV is my wife's passed out. The Kardashians. <laughs> I can't get away from them. They're all over the place. I, I, I feel and they you. multiply. I feel bad for you. <laughs> Thank you. Appreciate it. We come back. We got the undercard for you and a hair plug. Uh, we'll explain. We'll get into that. Literally. Taz Moose, CBS Sports Radio. It's Taz and the Moose on CBS Sports Radio. Listening to Taz and the Moose on CBS Sports Radio. Uh, certainly is here on this Thursday morning. It's been a good show. Aaron Murray uh, was great earlier this hour, Taz. Yeah, um, I like it. And check out the podcast, radio.com, Apple Podcast, Stitcher. We touched upon AEW and NXT last night. Taz is dropping a new podcast later on this afternoon. So make sure to check that out, uh, Taz Show. Uh, right where you can get Taz and the Moose as well. Yes. Uh, have a full breakdown of all the action from AEW last night as well. So uh, make sure to hook that up, sign up, download it, and give it a listen. I'm sure it'll be fantastic. Actually, I have a guest producer helping with the edit. Um, my regular producer, Brian, uh, he's going to be out of town. So I have a guest producer. Let me guess. Mike Biseglia. Yes. Okay. Yes. You got Great. it. Yeah, so, but Mike had to have a meeting with my other producer because there's different, like, logins. Everything went okay? We're good? Well, fu- yeah, everything's great. Well, he started off by saying, we'll, we'll No, no, out. everything's good. We're all set sure, to we're go. Good. We're nice. all set to go. Don't well, give me anxiety. I'm sure it's it'll go big, swimmingly well. It's a big, big podcast. It's a big episode. Of course. Uh, I said to Mike, there's a, there's a little pressure here, bro. So, just, we're all counting on you, but you'll do well. I okay. want the sausage. <laughs> yeah. Oh, God. <laughs> Mike handles pressure very, very well. Yeah, I'm the best at it. Yes. The best. Yeah, Shower yeah. with me. <laughs> so make sure, as long as Mike can get it up and running, that'll drop yeah, later you, on yeah, this hopefully. afternoon. Yeah, yes. That'll right. uh, be all right. Uh, here we go. The it's part. perfection! <laughs> Taz and the Moose present The Undercard. The stories from today's rundown that we haven't talked about on the show. All right, so there is some news with the Patriots. Hats lose kicker Steven Goskowski, season-ending hip surgery. Little deal, medium deal, big deal. Oh, I think it hurts. Yeah. Um, the, the two kickers they brought in, they brought in Kai Forbath, and they brought in Mike Nugent. Uh, mm. I didn't see, last time I was reading it, I didn't see, did they make a decision one way or the other? I didn't see that. Um, yeah. I know those were the two kickers yesterday when the news came down. So Goskowski hip surgery done for the year. 
Uh, his camp in the Patriots saying he'll be set ready to kick in 2020. Now, you go from a guy that's been really very, very clutch, maybe not as good as Vinatieri. You look at Mike Nugent. I think his, I think he's at 85% for his career, Taz. Uh, you look at Kai Forbath at 32 years of age. I think he's at 88 or 89% when you look at field goals made over the course of his career. Gaskowski was an asset. They they treated him like an asset. Remember, this is a couple times where they've used the fr- uh, at least on one occasion they used the franchise tag to retain him yeah. and make sure he didn't hit the open market. Yeah, that's a hit for the Pats. There's no doubt about it. No, it is a big hit. I mean, and, and especially that extra points are pushed back further now. Good point. It's a lot different than it was, as you know, back in the day. You know, so, yep. you know, kicking's vital. As obviously, to win games with field goals is another huge thing. Um, you know, so uh, look at, uh, I remember years ago, like you mentioned Mike Nugent, that, that the Pats are, you know, flirting around and maybe bring him in. I would get that. I mean, I think he's good. I remember he came out of Ohio State. Second the, round pick by the, the Jets. Second round pick by the Jets. That's right. And it was like, everybody's like, what the hell? You're taking a kicker that high? Uh, these are part of the reasons why I left the Jets fandom. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, he was but, so good at Ohio he State. He was though. great at Ohio State. So, you know. But. And you're right. And But you're right, Taz. He hasn't had the career that you would expect him to be no. coming out of, of Ohio State and be a second round draft choice. It's a hit. Anyway, you cut it. And that's, uh, that's tough news for the New England Patriots as Kaskowski is done for the year. Uh, and they'll have a new kicker the rest of the way. Uh, what do we, so we got, can we get into our half topic here? Are All we, right, I was at another one, but I'll bring him in. Do you want to do, whatever you want to do, Mike. Okay, I guess not. Do bring him in. I bring him in. Uh, I can't believe they just did that. Ladies wow. and gentlemen, uh, well, Moose, you introduced him. You know, you know him longer than me. Billy G. There you go. Good job, yeah. Moose. There um, you go. He's, no, he's been on the he's been on the program before. Billy's so happy. Uh, Billy's, uh, he's not been in the studio with us before. He's been behind the scenes. He's, he's got a great smile, Bill. You got a great Mr. CBS Sports Minute. You don't have to smile for these cameras, but they're off. I uh, I feel like a big shot right now. You look it. We, you mean, look it. You're a I handsome you, man. Yeah, yeah, you're a handsome man. You shaved your beard. You had a big beard. I did. I had the I had the big beard. And he's got a little five o'clock shadow going. Yeah. Right. Right. Yeah. yeah, and you have your hair now. So there's an issue. You grabbed me in a control room. Moose was in a pre-show uh, during the show meeting somewhere else, and I was talking with you, and you had mentioned to me your concern about the top of your skull. Correct. That you are trying to grow your hair back. For those that don't don't know, Billy's always been bald, baby For, bald Billy, right? So he's in the football pool. By the way, how's it feel being in, the, in our dra- fantasy draft? I'm actually not doing so bad. You're not doing good. Yeah, doing no, bad. no, I'm I'm doing pretty good. What's the name of your team? Uh, Sports Minutes. Yeah, very proud of you. Got to go. Got to go. Uh, follow my craft team. Yes, that's right. Well, let's get into what everybody wants to know about. Is that's your hair? So, what? Tell us the story. What are you trying? Let Moose fill Moose in on this. So, for, so for for Moose and for those who don't know, I started losing my hair when I was 18. I'm mm. 30 now. Mm. So I started to notice the the hairline starting to go. Mm. Um, so for the past two years, I've been shaving it. Right. And and you know what? Honestly, man, I'm just I'm sick of being bald, man. I just wanted I want my hair back. Really? Yeah. Now, God, sorry. No, no. I'm just saying, like, I'm a single guy, and I want to maximize my full physical appearance. You're also hilarious. Now, listen. <laughs> when you said <laughs> when you said this to me earlier, what was my reaction? If you should shave your hair or not? No, you were just you just said go bald, right? Because you don't look good. What you have going on right now? No, it doesn't. And then I went and well, I plugged to you, no pun intended, where you should go and use my Taz Show code. Right. You no, know, so I did that. Moose, there's there's a product, a company I deal with. I uh, smell what you're cooking. <laughs> so, so Billy, you, I feel I don't know what Moose thinks. Moose has a full head of hair. He's got Moose, great Moose, hair. Great it's, hair. It's well documented. Moose's head of hair. Everybody Thank God. Knows We've talked about that a lot here. He won't wear hats because he's protective of his hair. I will not. 
uh, unlike me, where I have a bald spot, but I keep my head shaved. Right. So, right. When on a you, side note to that, before you continue, on yeah. a side note to that, when I took over producing Chris and Mike, Chris Carlin lost his hair due to I don't know, extenuating circumstances when he was producing Chris and Mike, and I said the one thing that will not happen, I will not lose my hair over the show. Well, stress can do that, to your point. I know, and I did not lose my hair, thank God. i Mikey B is not completely bald also. That's nah, all it's going. Story. It's going. It's going. Eh. Give it a couple months. His arms are falling off instead. That's it. And his nose um, and his eyes. So I, sorry to interrupt. But it's about uh, you, Billy. But so you, you recommended a product to Billy. Yeah, I don't want to plug because they don't. You know, it's not right to plug here. I guess, right. Yeah, I don't know, whatever. But anyway, so I, I just was, I thought it was a natural segue for me to promote my, my show to you. Well, okay. fine. But anyway, I, uh, I'm telling you, forget about that, but it's about you and it's about the way you look. So I do think, in my opinion, I'm not, I'm not sure Moose's deal. You should keep your head shaved bald like you had. You have, for a smaller guy, a very big head. I'm not trying to shame you. I'm not, I'm not at the body shaming. Okay, but your head is kind of bulbous. So I would be careful if you let your hair grow in and then you have this massive... Bald spot. Yeah, it'll look funky, bro. So, you know, you should uh, look like you're 60 right now. Yeah, I can't, I can't continue with this. I mean, that's not the way to go, man. Now, like, if for people, for people, so your uh, options are either what hair plugs or what hair plugs, or just keep shaving it. Yeah, I mean, you know, or well, what Taz suggested, <laughs> wink, wink, or what Taz suggested, yeah. right? So I got three options. Right. Now, what I'm going to probably do? See, I took a hit here, so I'm probably going to go home and and shave my head. Why'd you shave your beard, dude? Why did I shave my beard? Yeah, just looking for a different look. Yeah, you why? Know, just try to ah. Uh, it got itchy, and you know, were I just you wanted... watching it? I was watching it. Okay, watching it, yeah. So your beard. Here's the thing. See, moves what people don't realize when you have a beard, it takes away from the way your head looks. So you shaved your head bald. You let your beard grow in, and now no one's looking at your bald spot because you're looking at this big bushy beard you have. As Mike just puts the what brightest oh, light yeah. possible well, in Billy's face, well, that would hurt. That would hurt the dark. Uh, I, I like uh, I like the five o'clock shadow. I thought the beard was a little bit much with the bald head. Okay, so so keep the bald head and I, keep. I would go. I would go the five o'clock shadow bald head. Okay, that's not a bad suggestion. See, the way Taz. this is, well, I say the opposite because this is what happens here. So I say, you know, this is the deal on the Taz and the Moose show. This is a normal Why? routine. So it's like I go left, he goes right, I go right, he goes left. I say you let the beard grow back in like you did. You kind of had an Amish look. And people love Amish Sort people. of, yeah. So you kind of had an Amish look, and you had the bald head, which I thought made I you stand that's out. that's the look Billy's going for, though. <laughs> He's not making furniture in Pennsylvania. No, I'm not. Delivering cheese. Uh, but, or hopping on his wood uh, horse-drawn carriage. Yeah. I use a, a lot of electronics, hat. too, so that right. wouldn't work. So <laughs> uh, I don't know. He's a single guy. Yeah. I, don't, yeah. I don't know if that's a, a great compliment. You were really sporting a fantastic Amish look. Mike's like, hey, Billy, let's go to the Nets game. Well, I'll meet you there by the fourth period. I have to walk. I can't drive because I'm doing the Amish thing, so <laughs> yes, I can't use cars right, anymore. Exactly right. I, Walking I, through I, Brooklyn. Uh so, uh, right now, I mean, do you have uh, the finances plan? to address the top of your hair? I could I could look into it. Okay. That's a no. I, that well, means no. That's probably a well, no. Well, because they got... See, it's, it's a lot of money. It's yeah, so, I would... Right. Then you got... Right. Right. The only right. option you have is shave your head. Yeah, that's really You can't it. go like this because this way, if you grow it out, it makes you look older than you okay, are. Okay, I just said this. Most of your, I just said he's got to shave his head. You said before, No. You're saying his, oh, you're saying his beard, he should I not look I said shave his head, 5 o'clock shadow. Oh, okay. That's kind of the look he has now. He looks like a bank robber. I yeah, mean, we, his head's not shaved. No, it's not. That's the problem. 
You got a yeah. shit. I got I got an awkward situation going said. on here. So, and you know what the thing is too is I'm not, not a hat in disagreement. Guy. You're not a hat guy. No, I'm not a hat guy. You should become a hat guy. Well, but see, mm, like a cowboy hat. I like think that could be a good look for you. Yeah. Why don't I just go with an Amish hat? Just complete the whole just look. Just go the whole game. Yeah, right. Exactly. <laughs> I want my hair back. Uh, so, yeah, I, I think uh, I think shaved head works. Shaved head? Yeah. I agree with Moose on that. It's just a beard Moose and I disagree Yeah, on. just the, the, the... What if I just let it get a little bit longer? Yeah, I could see that. I thought before it was a little too long. I'll I got it. I'll disagree with my broadcast Hold part. on, Moose. I got it. Fu Manchu. He should, he's, I can see he's got the hair over here. Billy with a Fu Manchu with the bald head, you'll look like a badass, bro. Like a kung fu movie actor. See, but that's the thing, though. For people, I'm not, I'm not a, I'm Billy not a badass. Yeah. You are a badass. Yes. <laughs> you have to believe it. Um, <laughs> Billy, good luck. Thank great you, job, Billy. Great uh, job. Great right. job. Um, great job. Uh, Mike, Pete, uh, Shep across the way. Uh, Bogus, Taz, enjoy all the games tonight. Right, yes. brother? Good you stuff. Too, sir. Yeah. You got it. Uh, thanks for everyone tuning in. Billy G, getting hair, maybe. Peace. There's got to be a 10-second runoff here. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.